When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Hope you're having a fantastic Monday. We're back week two of John Boy and Jake Radio. We got NFL recap. The Red Sox won the World Series. The Knicks took on the Warriors. We got alligator whack-a-mole dentists storing teeth in their walls and a bunch of other fun stuff. Thank you for joining us today. All right, it is John Boy and Jake Radio. It's Monday morning. The Red Sox have won the World Series. Hope you're all doing well. I just blew out Jake's ears with the song. Met, uh, Mid-Atlantic what? Mondays. Mid-Atlantic Mondays. Got to play some Bruce. Yeah, yeah. We got we to gotta talk some audio stuff maybe afterwards. How are you, Jim? <laughs> I'm doing good. Doing good. Woke this is up. A normal got volume a nice night's sleep. Now. I've been sleeping so much better lately, and I like it. That's yep. good. How are told, you? Told you. I'm good, man. Good. You have, you have good, a good weekend? Good, good little weekend. You do we anything have... fun? I'm trying to think. What, what did I do? What? Oh, my God. Jimmy. James. John Boy. Yep. You ever done the Rocky Horror Picture Show like experience? No, I watched Perks of Wallflower, the movie, and that's about as enough, uh, enough as I have seen to know I would not enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, you know what? I o- open mind and, I, you know, different strokes for different folks, and I can see why some people may like it, but no. It's, uh, <laughs> it's and, and so I didn't, so... My my girlfriend had said she's been a couple times previously, and I said okay, and we we went uh, with another couple, friend Jeff and his girlfriend, and and she was a fan. Um, so we're like, okay, yeah, we'll we'll all do this. We we got you know, is that like a a, a cute theater in Denver that was pretty close to us? And uh, yeah, man, I I either needed to be. A little more drunk, or not kind of have a semblance of what was going on because I didn't really know. And then uh, they do the whole thing, and it's the movie, and there's a performance. And uh, honestly, it's kind of a bad, like, stand up routine. And it's just for people that I think, like, have trouble expressing themselves on a normal basis, so they go to the Rocky Horror Picture Show to do something that seems crazy. It's it does. I mean, it it feels like organized craziness. Like no, we go there, we get so crazy. Like theater geeks, like let loose for a day. Yes. But my thing is, you know, when you go to a concert, 
and you're you're excited because you love the band and then you go to the concert and then you look around the crowd and you're like fuck this is what people who love this band look like this group is so weird that times a million for rocky horror picture show that's what i think it would be like yeah i think the part that's tough is there's it's a little more mixed than that because there's a crew of like college kids that are going for the first time because they're they've been told Rocky Horror Picture Shows is cool crazy things so they dress like slutty and kind of go ham for it. Um, but yeah, man, it other other than that, you you kind of you kind of have it pegged, and then I don't know. There's also a group of like there's like a weirdo creep group that are like, oh, I can see. Like uh, women wear like lingerie things on their legs. This is this is nice. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was interesting. Glad I did it. Nice. Got got to do everything once in this life, Jim. Um. And then yeah, yesterday kind of recovered. What what what'd you get into? Who'd you get into? Last weekend I did a lot. This weekend I I think I did absolutely nothing. Nice. Trying, I don't awesome. think I left the house. Ugh. Yeah, I don't think I left the house. I mean, I left the house to go shopping. I cooked dinners, cooked two dinners. Those were nice. Some steak chimichurri and Ooh. pork chops and lamb, or pork chops and applesauce, fresh applesauce from the apple picking. It was good. But I watched a good amount of sports. I watched a good amount of Netflix TV, which I actually enjoy more than sports. Like like. Sunday NFL, I'd rather watch Netflix than NFL, but now I'm watching the NFL because we're talking about it and stuff. And there's sure. some good good games out there, for the most part. The Rangers lost, the Knicks, uh, that was Friday. So the weekend's weird because everything feels like delayed. Um, but I didn't do much. But I did set up the voicemail for this show. So if you're listening, on Fridays I want to do voicemail shows. I don't, I don't know if we have uh, an engaged listenership that would, you know, because you got to be... Got to be pretty. 10% of people that listen will call up and leave voicemails or call into a radio show. That's like a known thing. So we'll see what 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 our listener is. It's the voicemail number. It's the same as last year. If you had Talking Yanks number, it's 908-845-5792. We had a bunch of voicemails in there, Jake, from the Yankee season that I stopped getting notifications for. So I thought it got unset up and we just weren't getting voicemails anymore. No, people were calling throughout the Yankee season, leaving voicemails for talking Yanks that I didn't know were happening. Felt so bad about that. Wow. Because if someone picks up a phone and calls into the show to like engage and, and leave a message, I definitely want that person on the show. And for a year, for a whole season, I didn't include them, and I felt really bad. So if you're one of those people that are all slow listening to John Boy and Jake Radio, I apologize. I'm going to be much better at it this year. Uh, so every Friday we want to do voicemails, because last Friday just felt like it, it felt like it needed to be a more oomph show, and it, and it wasn't. So... That's taking care of business now. We can get into sports. I don't know what you want to go into first. The Rangers lost, and I didn't watch like any of it. So that's about it, as much as I can say about that. Uh, they lost on two. I, I had it on in the background. They lost on two power play goals. So like, stop, stop with the penalties. Don't foul, guys. Unless, no, stop cheating. Stop trying to cheat. Stop Rangers. trying to cheat because you're bad at killing penalties. So I mean. Seems like a no-brainer strategy to me. The Giants lost, and from the Giants fans I've seen on Twitter, they're having a really tough job understanding that losing is good because they're trading all their players, so let's lose. Like, if Eli put together a run there, 
and they won. That's bad. It's it's tough to to want your team that you root for to lose. I understand that. Yeah. But like, if the Giants won that game, that would have been bad. They if lost. you're a Gi- if you're a Giants fan, could, and and you don't enjoy the Knicks, go talk to a Knicks fan. We've been doing this for years. Um, it's it's tough. I mean, you know, Eli gets a 300 yard passing game. Not that that fully matters anymore because football is a little different. Odell goes for eight and one thirty six. Um, yeah, it's going to be funny after the season because, like, Odell's numbers are going to be there, I think. Uh, Eli's aren't, but, Barkley yeah. is so good. Yeah, really good. Let him do he, everything. They set him out wide and won a couple plays. Yeah, he looked good. I I thought I, – I saw that highlight reel that you you tweeted out. And I've heard, he looks he looks like a whiteout. Uh, yeah, he's receiving the ball, like, well. Bro, yeah. Do this. Um, only had 13 carries. I know that's, uh, I don't know, S- sometimes those can be deceptive for how a game flows. Um, but not really because it was, I mean, 10-3 into the fourth. Uh, Adrian Peterson, kind of the story from this game. He's like one of the t- he's one of the best three running backs in the league, and he's in his 30s, and everyone wrote him off a couple years ago. So that's that's Because he hit his kid with a stick. So everyone was ooh. like, ooh, he's a bad guy. I, d- I think he just didn't know how to parent. I think he. I think that was a. I think actually the media handled that well. They're like, well, let's go back. Let's not condemn him for life. Let's teach him that it wasn't the best way to do it. We don't have yeah, to get into that. It was, it was a little column A, a little column B. <laughs> yeah. Um, what Saquon went for? He had only thirty-eight rushing yards, but he had seventy-three receiving yards. They were throwing Correct. him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He. I mean, he had nine receptions. He had thirteen carries. So like. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's an O-line thing, but I, I don't know. You could hand it off to him, too. <laughs> it's only the second game this year that he hasn't scored a touchdown. Out of that's eight. Nice. That's pretty good. But, I mean, that's the good. Giants, whatever. And, and, and Odell didn't do anything stupid on the sideline, so that's good. So that's good. That's what we're looking for now. Odell to make on-field headlines, not off-field headlines. Barkley to look good. Eli who cares? He's going to be gone. The O line, I, I, I don't know, man. They're they have, they're pretty bad. Yeah. When do the giant do the, when do the Giants have their bye week? I don't know. This is so, what this is what happens with Eli. He either he drops back or he doesn't barely drop back. He just stands there. He just takes two steps back, and either he gets hit within the first three seconds. So one, two, three, first three seconds. Either he gets hit. The next three seconds, four, five, six, Mississippi, he's wondering how come I haven't been hit yet. Right. And then if he gets to seven, he might try to scramble or look for a receiver that's open. But he rarely gets to seven. It's usually he's getting hit, preparing for why haven't I been hit yet, then gets hit. If he gets to seven, then he'll miss the throw. So there's a lot of problems right now with Eli behind center. Jim, I... So the bye week is next week. So the Giants Giants are off. Their next game Monday night football at San Fran, November twelfth. Nice. I, not not to be sports radio, but play the Laletta kid. Like, what's Eli gonna do at this point? Well, I don't know. That the, he tried that last year, and and everyone freaked out. Yeah, but I mean, that I was, was mostly because that was mostly because of the streak. Yes. I was freaking so, out about that last year, and because well, and because they they played Gino, right? 
Right. Which yeah, they, has no future. Yeah, they they drafted a guy who, you know, uh, every scout's going to like someone, but a third, fourth-round quarterback. He played at a smaller school. Rich Rich what? Richmond. Um, Rich what? Go Spiders. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. There's, there's a couple analysts that like him, and at this point you drafted him. Like, you got to run him out there at some point. Teams normally love you doing it near the midway point of the season after a bye week if you're bringing in a rookie quarterback because you get the extra preparation. So it just seems to make a lot of sense. And luckily, because of Ben Macadont, um, the streak's already ruined, and that's all people care about because they saw Eli was playing bad. <laughs> they just didn't want the streak to end. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, the Jets lost. Do you have anything on this game? I don't. I don't. Uh, Bears are, like, half good, and it was – it was in Chicago. Darnold's had a couple pretty big duds, but like the Jets are still like clapping their hands, like, "Hey, it's still better than anything ever." So let's run it. But like, he needs to have a couple good games soon. Well, I'm I'm not rooting for him. I'm, but I'm not rooting against him. Oh wow! This is completely indifferent. Complete. You're not rooting for him? No, I don't care. Oh come on! You're rooting for him? Yeah, man, been to a lot of Jets games. Oh, I don't. I mean, they're they're. I don't want to say one of the most tortured franchises, but like of my lifetime, absolutely. I like to see our friend Ed happy. And that's all. That's the only yeah. reason I'd root for him. It's but I like to nice. see Rob miserable. Oh, uh, that's true. All right, um, let's go to the national news. Or do you want to talk Knicks? You you got talking Knicks dropped today. So if anyone is a in depth Nick fan, go check out Talking Knicks where they. Jake and the crew uh, really break down everything from, uh, you know, the rookies, the players, and all that. On the surface, I just I just have to ask this question. When it was – the Knicks were up three in the fourth, starting in the fourth, did you think, oh, shit, Knicks are going to beat the Warriors? Or did you think, well, no way, but this is cool? Mostly the latter. It's I mean, it's the NBA, so teams can drop regular season games and they don't really care. But – uh yeah i i mean golden state just has a gear that basically that whole game they were saying if if we want to win we can we're just kind of doing this um and durant went nuts the uh the biggest story from nick's land if you if you're getting into the team is that uh damian dotson a guy who was a second round pick last year like like didn't get a lot of run uh was between the g league and the knicks team he started starting this week. So, Jim, at the first two games of the year, DNP coach's decision, like just Did didn't play. play. Um, and then now he's been – he has one start. He's been playing 30 minutes per game, and he's averaging like 14 and 7. So, and he's he's a wing, which the Knicks are lacking. So, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see if he's actually good or if he's Nick good or if it all fades away. But – uh, what I liked was Greg and Ken, your co-hosts on Talking Knicks. They're at the Warriors game uh, when yes. I was listening to Talking Knicks while I was editing it. Greg, I forget which one said it. Brothers, brothers, poon. One of yes. them said, "Yeah, well, it was a close game, but then Durant gets as hot as you know he can be, so he has the ball, so we double team him, and then his rebound comes straight to Steph Curry, who's the best." three-point shooter in like the history of the league and right. it's like well how do you defend the warriors <laughs> yeah no Dur I, durant it was it was cool if you 
I mean, some people can't appreciate Durant at all um, after what he did. But, dude, when he's right, it's, like, so unique. Because, I don't know, LeBron is, like, prototypical big, strong, fast guy. Like, you can kind of picture it. Durant is basically one of the tallest guys in the league, dribbles like a guard, and shoots <laughs> like one of the best three shooters in the league. It's like it it kind of blows your mind when when he goes when he goes off. But how, how did my boy Frank do? He got another single double. No, dude, Frank Frankie Smokes had seventeen. Jimmy heard you talking trash, bro. Wow, decided to shoot. And then uh, <laughs> they interviewed Curry after the game, and they they were like, "What'd you think of?" Uh, Nilakina, and uh, he's like, yeah, man. He's I know he's young. He 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 played pretty well today. He showed some promise. He called him like Nigalina, <laughs> and so that went viral on the internet. Nice, nice. Yeah, nice. All right. So Knicks went zero and three though on the week. Oh yeah, went, yeah. They lost. Play the, they'll they got a couple easy games this week. They'll win one or two and just keep it dribbling. But yeah, they're their lost plan. They're executing to perfection. Yeah, so they're far. playing well and losing. It's fucking, yeah, they're crushing it. All right, it's the the, dream. The, the, the national news: the Red Sox won the World Series. Uh, good, good, go good for the Red Sox as Yankee fans. Whatever. Um, I don't know. Yankee fans are kind of. Whatever you can feel, however you want to feel. I'm not going to spend time on this. Dodgers played. Did Dodgers made some dumb decisions? If the Dodgers made all the correct decisions, the Red Sox were still winning this series. They they were a good team playing amazing baseball. They were a good team playing great baseball at the right time. Everything was working. Bullpen came to play. Two their numbers with two outs and runners in scoring position are unreal, like unheard of. So whatever. Good job, Red Sox. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah, I think you you were phrasing it best when you were you were talking about how jealous you were of your Red Sox friends because what what this team was well, doing no, was no, no, magical. No. I'm not jealous of our Red Sox friends because they're, what their team some of them was assholes, doing, what their team was doing. I got you, yeah, bud. Yeah. You're good. Jealous of the Red Sox. You're jealous of what the Red Sox team was doing because it was these incredible two out rallies, and if you gave them an inch, they took a mile. And yeah, I mean, wins wins wise, they have the third most wins that a an MLB team has ever finished a, a full season in playoffs with. Uh, really good. And I, man, I I I have to go digging through some old talking yank stuff today because there was one episode when I went on a Steve Pierce rant because I was yelling about how much would the Yankees like a good first baseman corner outfielder right now? And I go, you know who's one? Steve Pierce. Why did we get that guy? So it was. It was very much we just needed a body during the regular season. I wasn't predicting him to be World Series MVP. But, again, I think Yankees fans might use that as a funny caveat. Like, oh, you're telling me it wasn't a magical run? Steve Pierce won MVP. But I don't know. It was a really good team. They they did some cool stuff. Uh, I mean, trolling New York hard, I, I just – the Yanks have never done anything like that, and I think that's going to come back to bite Boston a little bit. And they're gonna be they won surprised. the World Series. Oh no! I just, I, I just think the the Yankees have won a lot of them. I know the number, and I know people don't like saying the number, but the Yanks haven't done that stuff. They win the World Series, and they say, "Yeah, we're the Yankees." And I, I just think the the next time the Yankees pull one out, it's going to be a, a different feel. I hope uh, for both Yankees, fans. I mean, yeah, I hope all that stuff ends. The Red Sox won the World Series. They use this cannon. Oh no. Whatever. It's it's just gonna magnify with Twitter and everything. It's it's gonna be something new every day. Yeah, but Twitter cares about it more than the players. I think I think 
the Red Sox played New York, New York in their in their locker room, and like, who cares? They won. They can do whatever they want. Uh, the Yankees in 2019 that should not that won't be on the players' mind at all. And if the Yankees win in 2019, 2020, it's not like they're gonna. If they were to then retaliate from that, it's all got to be new new blood. I'm excited for new blood, but this nonsense needs to end. I don't think it is. I think this is going to continue into the next year. The Yankees are going to start winning, and they're going to do some of this stuff, and it's going to be you're looking at a new decade of Yankees-Red Sox. It'll be the Judge, I hope, Harper, I hope, question mark, I, Gary Yankees uh, against the Mookie Betts-Red Sox. I like that. I like all that. But like the whole playing of the songs, I hope that ends. Yeah, we'll see. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it look. is. It's a terrible yeah. look if the Yankees respond to it in real regular season. There's no winning that. All right, you can right, do right. is say Red Sox won. They used our song because Judge played it. Uh, that f- fucking backfired on us. It's over. New chapter. Right. Start you don't play it after regular season games, but I'm telling you, like, if the playoffs come and stuff, I mean, that's what you're getting. I think it's gonna. I think there will be new blood, hopefully, and that will be long off everyone's mind. I don't know. I don't think so. We'll see. Everyone's faking outrage over this so much. It's a new generation, man. I know it's fake outrage generation. Like what I'm seeing on Twitter is like, you don't <laughs> for action. them it's real. <laughs> that's that's fake outrage is real outrage if you feel it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think they don't. I, I like I don't think you're you feel as fired up as you're tweeting. Okay. I think you just think like they played the fucking song. We have to be so insulted. No, they won. They can do whatever they want. It sucks. We didn't. You know what I'm getting like? I got a lot of people like, well, now the Reds, now the Yankees will just buy their championship. And it's like, shut up, you rinse and repeat insult chirp artist. The, Red, the Yankees were planning on spending a ton in free agency since 2016. They were planning on spending a ton in this 2019 free agency. And guess what? The two highest payrolls were just in the World Series. So yeah. maybe there's something to that, you dumb fucks. Anyway. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a classic case. The, the Red Sox are good. The Yankees are good. You hate. You're the closest team to you, one of two of the biggest cities, and they've been doing it for a while. It's it's Pomparag Massic for those deep tracks going on. Um, I have I have a heart. I woke up today and I was looking at Spotify to find the Bruce Springsteen song I wanted to play. You know what it tells you what your friends are listening to? To our our friend Andrew, uh, who's a big Red Sox fan. He nine hours ago, so it was like it showed it showed what he was listening to the night before, and he was just listening to Dirty Water by the Standals. Like yeah. the wind song, but like on his Spotify, <laughs> just listening oh, to yeah. it on repeat. And I, I first I, I laughed and then I was happy for uh, Andrew, which I don't call him that. But yeah, man, they uh, they made me laugh. They, they like, did it. It's a great run. It's funny. All right. Uh, let's go into the NFL real quick before we go to halftime and switch gears. Well, do you want to talk about the Mets before we go into the NFL games? Yeah, I guess we should tie off baseball. <laughs> the Mets hired an agent to be their GM. He's never been in the back office of a organization before. He's always just been on the agent side of things. He represents DeGrom and a couple other Mets. And now he's the general manager. I don't even understand. His name's Brody. I don't understand which I, name shaming sucks because his parents are assholes, not him, but Brody's a don't well, name your y- kid Brody. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say just because the last name's tough to pronounce, but no, Brody. Don't name your kid. Okay. Brody. Okay. Um, is Brody short for anything? Brody's just a name? I think Brody's just a name, yeah. Huh. 
Anyway, how does this work, Jake? How can you hire an agent? That was a good. Uh, I, w- I watched episode of Friends before going to bed last night, and it's I'm in the final season where, it, I don't know, it, they're trying to make things too re- real, and you get some not too real. They're just going crazy, and some of the episodes aren't good. So I watched a good one last night, and Joey <laughs> Ross is pissed at Joey because Rachel said yes to marrying him. Spoiler. And so Ross, Joey tells him to punch him. Ross goes to punch him. Joey ducks hit the pole. So they have to go to the hospital. Joey goes, so what's Ross short for? <laughs> got, got me really good. Um, yeah, man. I mean, this is the biggest conflict of interest ever. Uh, I, I don't know how. Like, I think MLB heard this news, and during the World Series, they just kind of did one of, like, a big exhale, and were like, okay, we'll uh, we'll deal with this after the season, I guess. Um, I think the plan is, like, the guy's going to technically stop representing those players um, and become the GM, but yeah, man, I mean, nothing like it's ever happened uh, in almost a facetious way, I like it just because, hey, it's the Mets. You're trying something completely different. Maybe that's what you need. No, the <laughs> Mets need to act like a big market on? team and get good talent and get like people that have run organizations before and stop acting like they're the Tampa Bay Rays. They're, they're such assholes to their fan base. Like Every Mets fan hates their ownership, and it's the worst ownership. This move, if it works out, it's like a few. Thank God that worked out, which is not how hires should go. Hires should go like, right. I I see what you're saying, and and you are right. Like, odds are this is going to be a terrible move in less than three years. We're saying it's a terrible move, but if it works, yes, you say few, but then you should go back and say like, wow, okay, that was a good decision. You know? Yeah, you should. But I mean, as a Mets fan, like, you're just so bad at everything running your op- front office right now. There's no reason to believe this was a good choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go get someone who's been in an organization before. Go get like someone who's worked under Theo or Cashman or just a GM that's been good. Like the Angels hired the guy who worked under Appel, is that his name, whatever, who worked under Cashman, and he's been doing good things over there for a little bit now. It's just, it's just so stupid. To The Mets are dumb, basically. The Mets are dumb. Yeah, well... We'll find out how dumb. Yeah, if you're a Mets fan, you have no reason to believe that this is a right move. But no, you just you just like shrug and go, God damn it, they're doing it again. Excited to see. All right, NFL recap, Jake. What games do you want to talk about? You're more of an NFL fan than me. Yeah, I I think the big one was uh, the Rams versus Green Bay to the NFC's best teams. Uh, Rams ended up winning late. Uh, Montgomery had a really bad play, tend to to kind of wrap things up for Green Bay. Uh, Rogers still has it. They're going to be there in the end because he's incredible. But the Rams are like really good, man. They're like seven and zero, and the list of teams they've beaten isn't like that unimpressive, especially now with the Packers. Hecker won this game though. Johnny Hecker, your boy. Fake punt, first down throw, yeah. the easiest first down throw you'll ever see any player have to make then um he punts and downs him in the on the two on the one which leads to a safety yeah then at the end of the game i mean the this isn't really hecker's doing but he punts it and uh the guy fumbles which maybe it is maybe he pushed him so far back that he you know he was trying to do too much to get some more yards so hecker has three plus plays on this game 
And the Packers punter is a dumb idiot. Hecker, I barely know her. Packers uh, punter had like a 40-yard punt, like a really short punt that led to the a touchdown. Yep. Uh, yeah, and this kind of funny because uh, this game was 10-8 to eight at halftime. Uh, it finishes up 29-27. But I think it's kind of interesting. These two, two offensively structured teams, but you can still play some defense. Um, uh, pretty, pretty good early afternoon game for the NFL. I, I think something else that I needed of note was I, I watched some of my, my Denver Broncos against my homie Pat Mahomes. Um, and so Mahomes is good. Like, that's official. I'm not breaking any news there. The whole, but I the think, whole offense is good. I like, think they're going to lose in the first their first playoff game. Why? I think they're that team again. Um, dude, their defense is awful. Awful. And pe- people were saying it as an excuse, like, well, they, they, they have the most yards and they score the most points. That was got a little Mahomes voice there. That they have to give up a lot of yards, too, because they're giving the, the other team the ball back so much. And it's like, okay, it kind of works like that, but it also kind of doesn't. The Broncos and Case Keenum, who's looked awful, um, he looked pretty good against them. They had a drive to end. There was like less than a minute left. Case Keenum with less than a touchdown or less than one timeout before the end of the first half. And the Broncos drove so easily and scored a touchdown, like wide open people all over the field. And I, I, I tweeted it yesterday, and I, I, I got some feedback. But I, I'm just saying, like, knowing the Chiefs, knowing the other quarterbacks in the AFC, whether it's Brady, Roethlisberger, Rivers, I tweeted that out, and they were like, "Well, they're one and two against those quarterbacks so far." And you're right, but they've also seen them, and like, just in the playoffs. If Mahomes makes one mistake and you give Brady thirty seconds before the half against that Chiefs team, like you're you're just set up to failure. So I'm not really breaking news, but I I think it's not even going to get to Brady. I think the Chiefs are going to play Big Ben or Philip Rivers or someone in the AFC, and they're just going to have a field day against them. Yeah, so. I mean, seems like you're trying to say like you're going to lose in the first round. Gotcha, but it's like well. Well, no, they I got a first round quarter, first year quarterback, right? But people are already past that. People are already anointing him the second coming. They're announcing him the the best quarterback in the league this year, MVP, blah blah blah. Their their defense is so bad. Well, like scary. Yeah. I mean, they did get two fumbles and an interception as well. Yeah, Keenum's bad, but they they tried to run a fake play. And they tried to run a flea flicker to get, let the guy get open and Keenum threw an interception, which ha- is just a dumb feeling. Like, shit. Yeah. That didn't work at all. It's a fake play. But, yo, I watched the highlights, or I watched the, the game, not not just the highlights. I watched, like, all the plays. Right. Mahomes and the offense are very good. Or isn't Denver's defense still supposed to be somewhat good? Uh, Like half. Because... Uh, the- that every play in the in the fourth quarter, Mahomes had to improvise a little bit. For three quarters, Mahomes and the Chiefs were just he. It was his first look play. It was uh, everything was textbook. Like okay, he's gonna drop back and just throw this. Okay, he's going to drop back to the left, like you know, five steps, then hit hit his guy, 
everything was just exactly how you, it, they drew it up. Unless his improvisation looks, he like disguises it. it. They looked like they were moving the ball so easily, so easily. Yeah, and and I mean part it, you could. That's the thing about the NFL. You could kind of go the other way because Andy Reid has had this happen before. And they say he doesn't change his playbook up enough. So by the end of the season, the teams that have seen him, they they know it's coming a little more. But I mean, man, the Mahomes thing is coming back down to earth. He had no interceptions through his first four games or whatever it was. In his last one, two, three, in his last four games, he's had six interceptions. It's so not like Mahomes, a terrible thing. I mean, no, no, and that's I, I've heard a lot of analysts talk about that because you you know you want to take some big play chances and things like that. His Broncos interception yesterday that was a bad one. Yeah, he tried um, to force that ball. And yeah, I mean it's this offense is elite. Tyree Kill is a monster. Kelsey's a monster. Hunt's good. Uh, Sammy Watkins can do some things. But I, I'm just telling you whether it's a Mahomes mistake and a bad play call, and then I I just see one of the AFC teams. Hell, if Houston is as real as they've looked the past couple weeks, like what their offenses respectively can do against how bad the Chiefs' defense is, I I just think that's going to get exposed in the playoffs. Yeah, I just don't think that's damning to say the Chiefs are going to lose in the first round. They got a first-year quarterback. Like I, I think right on paper, but like what the internet and what ESPN and what all the talking heads are talking about right now, it is. Yeah, those guys suck. That's, well, there you go. <laughs> I don't value anything. <laughs> there's that there's Jim's take. <laughs> ever um the, that one play was really cool though where they they faked the 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 outside shovel pass and went inside to hunt then he hurdled the dude and went in fourth down play yeah yeah i looked at it hunt put up 175 total yards versus, De- versus denver in his first game he only put up 86 this time so they stopped hunt so they stopped hunt they did not stop watkins this time watkins yeah so reed game. changed up his plan enough versus denver twice Hey, hey, maybe maybe Denver Denver's three and five. Let's <laughs> let's stop with that. Uh, and then the other game, New Orleans is six and one. How about that? Drew Brees still doing it. Past oh, the yeah, NFL I didn't watch any of that game. I was watching bodyguard. I'm watching highlights now. It looks it looks not worth talking. You're about. good. You're good. Yeah. All right. OK. Listen to the difference. <laughs> that's it's not good, Jake, but that's I'm going to get a whistle. We're going to do halftime. What was that? How do you th- how do you think your first half went? Good. I did a lot of studying this morning on NFL stuff, so I ha- so I so I knew what to talk about because I don't Proud really of you. care about Chiefs games. How do you That's think your fair. first half went? Uh, I think my first half went solid. I I think I got a little ranty with the football. Uh, I mean, for the Red Sox winning, I think we dealt with it well. Uh, still, I'm pretty shocked on on your voicemail news. That you you had people dropping voicemails throughout the year, that yeah. that must that must have been a weird realization at first. I'm pretty upset with myself. Like I, yeah, I I I, I want people to engage, and right. I, we've had people calling in, and I haven't been allowing them to engage when they're trying pretty hard to engage. And yes, for new 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 podcasts and stuff, and I'm all about engaging. I feel really bad about anyone who called in during the season and just got completely. Because, you know, it's hard to get people to call into voicemail lines. So right. I, I feel bad. But whatever. Well, it's all right. Well, now, we, now we know, and we just bring that into the second half. Yep. 908-845-5792. Call in. Leave a voicemail. I'll listen. 
I made a new Ooh, outgoing thing. Now it's like, hey, what's up? This is John Boy, Jake, blah, blah. Whatever. Nice, dude. All right, the real news, Jake. The real news. Bum, Second bum, half bum, of the show. Bum. When you have people that you want to listen to talking to John Boy and Jake Radio, and you're like, they talk sports for the first half hour, just go to the second half hour. That's when they talk funny stories. You can do that. It's allowed. But we that. like That's doing part both. Of the plan. Jake and I. We like yeah. We like sports. We like silly sports and silly. I changed. I officially changed our thing to the gnome picture. Nice, dude. I like that. We got some Swag. bad feedback. Some we got a lot of good feedback, and then we got some bad. And I was like, ah, whatever. I still like it. That's how it goes, man. That's the world. Yeah. Shout out, Sommer. Jacob Sommer. James Sommer. Kid Tell who, me. Kid who made it for us. God damn it. Now I feel bad again. Kid made us this new picture. It's awesome. I like it. Gnomes. All right, Jake, what story do you want to choose first? We got good ones because the weekend, you know, it's weird. This is our first weekend in between doing the show. And when you do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, the weekends really feel longer because games are happening. Stories are breaking. And I'm like, I want to talk about this right now. We got to wait, though. Yeah, we could. Hey, you could even spread them out if we if we don't have time because we we got some doozies. Oh yeah, today. there's a lot. Jake Sommer, thanks Jake for making the art. Awesome. There you go. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're not going to do all these stories. We'll save some. I think I'm the one that jumped out to me. Is that I'm jumping down to Valdosta, Georgia. You ever been down there, Jim? No, I've been to the Florida Panhandle, which is right underneath Georgia. I think they I think they had a Little League World Series team one of those years. Valdosta? I don't know. Um, but, Jim, you know, your construction workers are working at a former former dentist office, you know, knock, knocking down some walls, making it a commercial space. You know how that goes, Jim. Uh, the only problem is they find hundreds of teeth in the wall of the former dentist office. And that's, I don't know if you've done any construction. I used to work in the electrical biz a little bit, so I saw some of this. That's not normal. To have teeth in the walls? To have teeth in the walls at, at the former dentist office. So it was a dentist from like 1900 to 1930, and then it was yes. a second dentist from 1930 to something. So no one knows which dentist was keeping teeth in the wall. I'd like to think it was both. I need to know why. I think it was a secret that was passed, yeah. I need to know why so bad. Like, my curiosity is going to kill me if you don't tell me why these dentists were putting all the teeth in the wall. I right. think, listen, we talked about your friend who's a dentist and he just loves teeth, carves teeth in the pumpkins. Maybe these dentists just love teeth. You know, kind of sometimes when... I was going to say something gross. You pick a scab and, like... You got the whole scab in your hands. You're just looking at it. I'm like, man, that was crazy. I picked that whole scab in one thing. And then and then you throw it away. Maybe they were holding these teeth they just picked, and they couldn't get give it to themselves to just toss them because they love teeth so much. There's a chance. I'm, I'm not saying no because I don't have the reason either. Um, yeah, really weird. I, I mean, I, I feel like... How do teeth age? If these teeth are about 100 years old, what do the teeth look like? Are they fine? Were they bad teeth that got yanked and this used to just be the old tooth bucket? Yeah, or are these, they were bad Are teeth. these dentists doing something creepy? Are they just taking patients' teeth? Maybe it was super nice and they were take their patients' little kids' teeth 
and they would say if you put it in the wall maybe the tooth fairy will come next time you're here and then they would next time the kid came they would give him money or a treat you can go a lot of ways with it that's why i need to know why because i don't i'm not gonna say they're bad guys but something's weird you find a bunch of teeth in the wall are they preserved can we see the teeth of old people you ever get weirdly attached to things like half i'm not i'm not really i'm such a weirdly attached to things guy yeah you know what i do in high school and junior year of high school in california where i had to park because juniors weren't allowed to park in the parking lot so me and ritzy would park like behind the school uh past the football field so we would walk in and you'd had to walk all the way down the football field and then behind the school and what i would do is i would find a rock by where i parked and i'd just kick it the whole way to my class And then I was like, wow, I just like changed this rock's fucking world. It was all the way over there. Now it's all the way over here. Whole new friends, whole new scenery. And I'd, and then I would kick it by the door. And then when I left at night or at the end of the day, I'd kick that same rock back to my car the whole time I walked. And then I'd just do that all week, just kicking this rock. And then if I showed up and the rock wasn't where I left it, I'd be like, what the fuck? Someone took my rock. Started a new life without you. Yeah. I I get weirdly attached to things. Yeah, I my my old uh my old RA shirt, the maroon one that was sleeveless for years. Uh just I I was wearing it one day and it was getting bad. I mean, it was a sleeveless. It was one of like three and a half workout shirts I would wear. I this might have been the half. Like it it had come in so much and was so frayed there was holes. Um like one of my nipples was clean out. Like mm-hmm. just wearing wearing the shirt organically. And, uh, so just like, we were literally just being silly. We were like tidying up the room, doing something, blah, blah, blah. And she ripped the shirt. Wow. And I let it, I freaked out. (laughs) I freaked out. Um, and she was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know that shirt had any meaning to you. And it's like, it doesn't, but it kind of does. I mean, it had seen about 10, 10 years of bad workouts. What if I what if I pay Jess to rip your blue CCSU workout shirt? So that one that one died organically, which is so hilarious. So that one died organically probably a couple weeks before that. Just like literally holes everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like looked like it been through a cheese grater. Um and so I probably retired that one like 3 or 4 months earlier and it was cuz it was a natural death. Like I was fine with it. I was like, "Oh, it it lived a good life." The fact that Jess would do that to me and take the last shred of life out of that shirt—I mean, that was—that was taking the last bite of a really good meal. Yeah. Well, you, it's weird how you have clothes like that. Humans are weird. Like, I had Humans my blue Newtown hoodie that I remember when I moved to Connecticut in 2009, and we were hanging out in Central. I'd wear it, and Matt and Ken were like, "Well, where'd you get? That's where we live." Blah blah. I wore that everywhere for about eight years. And it was disgusting. And last year I wore it out and Katie was like, you really can't wear that out. Like, that's really gross. There's stains all over it. And I was like, yeah, but it's yeah. my favorite hoodie. I wear it all the time. He's like, is it comfortable? Like, no, it's not comfortable. It feels like feels like sandpaper. It's so <laughs> worn out and washed and stuff. So then a couple of days later, she didn't make me, but I was just threw it out. And I was like, Rose dropping the stone into the ocean and just dropped my sweatshirt into the guards. We're like, oh, goodbye. It's been through a lot of games. It's seen a lot. Here's what I want to talk about, Jake. This is my favorite story from the weekend. Sure. Um, a, a 
a 60-something-year-old man the cereal diaper dumper in New Jersey has been caught. Now, what was happening is this man from Franklin, New Jersey, he would drive around the town with his grandson's diapers and just throw the bag on the street. There's a bag full of shit diapers. Just throw them around on the street. He was 68 years old of Newfield, okay? So the police could never catch him because he'd change up his spots where he dumped him. Nice. But he had like a very a time and the cops had a big running thing like I'm going to catch him. I'm going to catch the diaper dumper. I'm going to catch the diaper dumper. Uh, he would do it at least three times a week at different intersections, said Lieutenant Matthew Descara. Sorry, tough name. He would do it a couple of months in one area and then move to a different intersection. We could never get a time down. So this is a thing that's happening with this police department. Guys dropping diapers in the middle of the road in a bag. Uh, finally. They figure out the pattern. They catch him. Blah, blah, blah. He admitted to dropping the bags multiple times at multiple different intersections throughout the past 10 months. Diapers were his grandsons. He said it almost became a game because sometimes he saw the officer sitting in an area and would go somewhere else. This is my favorite quote from the entire article. The motive in the case seems to be nothing else than this gentleman thinking it was funny. Which it's not, DeCasari said. And let me tell you something, DeCasari. It is funny because you're so upset about it. The number one thing that the cops screwed up on here was saying that it became a part of like the police force. I'm, I'm going to be the one to catch this guy. Yeah. Because then, yes, it has become a joke. Like this guy's dumping diapers. And he's, be- he's better than you. He's besting you currently. The, d- the quote is, DeCasari said, it was kind of a game with officers who would get this person. And I believe he will get a free dinner from some of the other officers for catching him. So, like, this was a game. This diaper dumper gave yeah. you entertainment, and he gave me entertainment by reading it. But it's so funny that the 68-year-old dude, like, so bored with his life. Highlight of his day was playing cat and mouse with the cops to just drop a bag of diapers in the middle of the road. It's a, I think that's a good getting old story. Yeah, like that's you like the type of laws when you get old. You can't get as competitive on some of the sports courts. You, you, you know, you're looking for different kind of activities. You and the cops having a friendly game of catch me if you can. Yeah, but then the cops and if you too can't, far. if you can't catch me. Then you have to clean up these diapers. <laughs> but then they got him. He got like a lot of fines and shit. Like the cops like, are yeah, like, this isn't a joke. Like, no, guys, it's a joke. You're getting free dinners for catching the, the diaper dumper. Yeah, it's a joke. I, I, my, I think like my dad, like his biggest like, oh, let's go break the law moment. What's up? He, my dad listening probably is like going to dump stuff in, stuff in a dumpster illegally. Like, right. Oh, let's go dump this couch in the dumpster behind Best Buy. I've done that. Be careful. It's like, yes, I do that too. And people are like, they got cameras. Like, I don't think they care. I had the cops show up for that once. You did? Yeah, man. Whoa. What'd you do? Dude, so I there was like regular trash day in our hometown. I forget if it was Tuesday or something. And it was it was probably summer. Might have been summer senior year of high school, which means there's no rules. So it was either summer before or summer after because I was driving. 
And like my one chore for the day was like get the garbage out in time. And I totally didn't. Like we were backed up from the week before because I had forgotten. So now we had two weeks of garbage. Everything smells and everything's on me. So Jake, get the garbage out. So I don't get the garbage out. I'm like, crap, I got to dump this. So I'm like, okay, where's a dumpster and kind of like a safe place? First place I thought of was the middle school. There's like a giant dumpster out front. So I go, I throw all, I throw like five bags of garbage in the dumpster. And then, uh, yeah, later Middlebury PD showed yeah, up at can't the house. Do schools. And they, they were like, yeah, I mean, I didn't get in trouble or anything, but I guy shows up and he's like, Hey, you, you throwing trash away in the dumpster? I was like, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> He's like, oh, you like can't do that. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I was, I was supposed. Oh, I was supposed to go to the dump. That's what it was, and the dump had was closed. It was like a holiday or something, and uh, yeah, I was like, so I just told him that, and he's like, um, <laughs> he kind of did one of those cop looks, like you, you did everything that I would have done, but I'm a police officer, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, so be careful of that. Hey, man, I didn't see you on cameras throwing all your garbage into a dumpster, did I? Absolutely you did, officer. No, I, th- I thought that was the norm for that kind I of thing. I was going to throw it in the lake, but I thought you wouldn't like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry? My grandpa, Jimmy, used to like put his washing machine in the back of his car and then go drive on the highway in the Bronx and then just have his kids kick it out. <laughs> just pull over to the shoulder and just kick it out onto the shoulder. Yeah. How you get rid of it? Yeah, seventies were fun times. Oh yeah. And then someone like a hoarder drives by and oh honey, stop, we gotta pick up this washing machine. It's probably broken. Someone kicked it on the side of the highway. I'll fix it up. We already have a washing machine. No, I'll fix this one up. Hoarders. Cir- circle of life. <laughs> that is a circle of life. Flip All it right. they fix it, flip it for twenty bucks. One more story I want to get to that made me laugh, yeah. but maybe won't make you laugh because it's about animal abuse. A flart. What? A Florida man uh, lured an alligator out of the water with chicken on a rope and then beat it over the head with a shovel, whack-a-mole style, and now he's in trouble. So what do you got on this? If the alligator is attacking the campsite, does he deserve a little beaten on the head with whack-a-mole? Is this guy a crazy guy that just likes hitting animals? The alligator was fine, maybe just got a concussion or something, went back in the water. But this seems interesting to me. Interesting is 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 the right word cuz he's pl- so he's playing a vigilante card. He's so he baits out the reptile. Mm-hmm. And then he says he's he was beating it to protect others, but if you baited it out and it wasn't affecting anyone, then no, you're just you're just the bad guy beating on an animal. Yeah, and I I was reading up because like a- alligators, only if it's on your land and it's being a nuisance on your land can you kill one in Florida. Right. This was at like a park, so you can't do this. Now look at it from the alligator's perspective. Dude's putting meat in front of his face. Like, oh, fantastic! Thank you, sir. I'm going to come eat this meat. Bam, 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 bam. Sir, why are you hitting me in the head with a shovel? I just wanted this meat that you were offering me. 
Very conflicting. You just put meat in front of me. Now you're hitting me. Thank you for the meat. No thank you on the wax to the head. I'm going to go back in the water. Maybe I'll come back while you're sleeping and murder you. I guess leave more meat out and don't bring the shovel next time. Thank you. Hey, alligator friends. If you see any meat over by that embankment, it's a trap. He's just going to hit you with a shovel. <laughs> but the meat's kind of worth it. So I would just get in and get out of there. You know, I'm such a pussy. Like, I wouldn't have it in me. Whenever I come into that situation with an animal, so uh, like a, a bird gets in my house, I had a shovel. And I was trying to smack the bird. Not kill it, but just like smack sure. the bird with a shovel to redirect it. Or... You were risking killing it. Yes. Yeah, I would I wouldn't I would have I wouldn't have been upset if I had to kill it to get out of my house as a little tiny bird. Or like okay. sometimes like if a, a a chipmunk or a mouse and I'm ready with the broom to sweep it if it comes, you know? Whenever push comes to shove, I can't get myself to actually make contact with the animal. Um, right, cuz you're hitting an animal. Yeah, but I'm not a bleeding heart. I don't care about animals at all. I just don't have it in me to, like, hit something. I'd always pull up short. So this guy, he has it in him. He's fucking whacking alligators over the head. Yeah, I mean, you don't you don't regularly hit humans either. And it's not not like you have a, 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 a big heart for a lot of that. You don't, you don't hit animals. Yeah, I don't want to hit animals. But if I watched, if I learned anything from Happy Gilmore, this alligator is going to come back and kill this dude. Yeah, I mean, that's 100%. That's the, that's the story in two weeks, so we'll yeah. keep an eye out for that. <laughs> they wouldn't let me play football. Oh, I'm sorry, because you're black? Nah, damn alligator bit my hand off. <laughs> <laughs> good movie. Uh, Abby Gilmore is a really good movie. All right, we're moving on to Twitter question of the day. Give us some chirp, chirp, chirp sound effects when we do this. Chirp, 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 chirp. We'll think about that in, in post, see if we want to keep it or not. Yeah. Twitter question of the day. Let's go with this one from our friend Mitch. Tweet, 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 tweet. No beer in heaven, Mitch, who we met in Florida, yeah. but it's from uh, Iowa. Iowa. If noodles get soft in boiling water, how do eggs get hard? Now, my, uh, my guess. Like ladies' eggs or chickens'? You put you've been putting ladies' eggs in boiling water again. I'm not saying I have been, but I'm not saying I haven't been. Okay, so wh- how do ladies' eggs react when you put them in boiling water? I can't talk about it. This is disgusting, Jake. I'm gonna guess, Mitch, that noodles get soft and eggs get hard in boiling water because they're made from different materi- <laughs> materials. But I don't. Wow, that might be an asshole answer. You with your hot takes, man. Yeah, dude, this goes back, we talked about flat earthers a little bit ago, and you just have to trust scientists. Like, I'm sure there's a very good scientific answer that eggs get hot and they solidify or something like that, and opposite for noodles. And you just have to roll with their answers, because that question is kind of mind-blowing when I initially read it. Yeah, or you can, like, or this is the answer. Denaturization is what happens when the heat is applied to the eggs. The heat coming from your stove denatures the protein by disrupting some of its bonds. And it's like, shut up. That doesn't explain anything to me. Yeah, you denature sounds like a bad thing from everything I've been told up to this point. Do you know that in America, we wash the outer shell, the outer casing off of our eggs to stop salmonella and diseases 
And in every other country in the world, they do not wash the outer surface of eggs for the very same reason, to stop spread of salmonella and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, that's, whoa. Two, um, two strategies. That's why in America we refrigerate our eggs, and in every other country they don't. I'm kind of team salmonella at this point. Well, cookie dough's delicious. Yeah. So. So. If that's the price you got to pay for cookie dough, everyone's risked that. Find me someone who hasn't risked eating cookie dough for salmonella, and I'll show you a liar or someone that lives in a third world country and doesn't have the privilege of eating cookie dough. That, well, that, that got a little off the rails, but that's, that's a big red flag for a kid. I know you're supposed to be the parent and be like, hey, you're not supposed to eat this salmonella. Uh, if you're a kid and you don't, like, you're, you got to go to kid camp or something. Go learn how to be a kid. That's not eating something because of fear of salmonella. My God. When we lived in Illinois, there was this drive at the middle school. And one of the like booths was cookie dough in a gallon tub, the same way ice cream was. And me and my sisters would just spoon it out. We never made the cookies. We literally just right. ate cookie dough the same way you eat ice cream. And that's why the Midwest is fat. Okay. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for the question, Mitch, from Iowa. <laughs> All right, what are we watching tonight, Jake? We got Monday Night Football, Pats versus Bills. Don't really care unless it's close. Yeah. Knicks versus yeah, Nets. I'll watch that. Yeah, that'll be kind of fun. Knicks, Knicks host the Nets after the Nets hosted the Knicks. There's a lot of words you could say fast. Um, yeah, this will be the, the Knicks have two home games, Nets and Indy. They're going to want to win one of these to break up the losing a little bit. Uh, this This is their most winnable game of the week, so. Nice. And if you want to hear more about the Knicks, we got an episode of Talking Knicks that dropped today. So if you want to hear more about the Huskies, what can they do, Jake? Yeah, so that's, that's, this is, well, it'll probably be released on the social media machine before you hear this, but myself and KT Sharp, the queen of stats, are doing Talking Huskies, Yukon Huskies. Um, sorry, Pacific Northwest. Um, we're both rabid UConn fans. Great chance for, uh, uh, if you know Katie, her statistics and all that stuff are awesome. She gets a chance to, to use her voice, and she's an extremely passionate UConn fan, um, as am I. So it's, it's basically your buddy cop show. She's going to have facts and information, and I'm going to say, what are you doing out there? Uh, so that's, that's advertising. Uh, so that's talking Huskies. If you could subscribe to that, if if you like the Huskies, UConn Huskies, or if you know someone that does, if you could tell them. And if you don't, still follow or something and give a rating. That'd be cool. Uh, but really excited for that. Me, me and Katie have been uh, killing that and are gonna kill that. So, wow. uh, yeah, I'm I'm a Yankees Yankees Knicks UConn Huskies guy. So like I'm living my best life. If you told ten year old Jake that. Just no no money. Just yet. no money. No money yet. Get all your friends to keep listening. Keep listening. I you got, listen uh, I got six listen. pack cinema out today. We did two Netflix movies. We did Apostle and Kindergarten the Kindergarten Teacher with Maggie Gyllenhaal. So one's like a horror and the other is I don't even know what the other was. Maggie Gyllenhaal. I was excited for that one. 
If you watch those movies and want to hear people talk about them, go to Six Pack Cinema, listen to that episode. Uh, Netflix has some good shows. So we usually do What Else Are We Watching Tonight? I finished season two of Making a Murder. If you enjoyed season one, I think season two is worthwhile. It starts a little slow, and then the new, the new expert she brings in and the evidence she finds is awesome. And now I'm watching this show Bodyguard on Netflix. Jake, you should watch this one. Okay. I think it's only six episodes or something, and it's like kind of an action Homeland-esque spy, not spy, he's a bodyguard thriller type shit. The first two episodes are really good, so I like it. Okay. Except the sex scenes are really stupid and boring. But Behind on Ozark, and I I like Ozark. Ozark is better not binged, so you're doing it right. Yeah. Um, Okay. All right. That's, That's all I got. That ends this episode of John Boy and Jake Radio. Jake, cover your ears. This has been John Boy and Jake Radio. Monday, October 29th. We're ending October soon. We got Halloween coming up. Maybe we'll do some Halloween questions, Twitter questions for Wednesday's show. If you got those, get them in. Thank you very much. Rate, subscribe, review. Tell your friends. Rate, subscribe, review. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends.